Butter. Ah, my mouth is a gape. My mouth is hanging open because uh, this look like uh, big, strong, good uh, teeth, don't they? I've got some big, you know, as a rock biter, my teeth are made of pure calcium. Pure calcium. And uh, I'll tell you this what much. Uh, my mouth. Listen, I'm just gonna hang my mouth open. I can throw my voice. And you can look inside my mouth. This I've got about two teeth made of pure calcium. Now, guys, remember to brush your tooth. Remember to floss the teeth you want to keep. Wesley Plot Key is a metaphorical sedimentary or igneous rock. Meta metaphorical? A metaphorical rock. I'd be sorry, metamorphic rock. Or... Ingenious rock. Oh, sorry, igneous rock. I'm an ignorant rock, it turns out. Uh, I'm, I'm a metaphorical ig ignorant rock. Welcome to the Aristotle Throttle Show. <laughs> hey, Wesley. Uh, whoa, the rock biter. He said he was an ignorant rock. Guess what? Today, we have a very special guest. None other than Jed the Fierce. So I will play... Since Jen technically was here first, <laughs> I'll play her intro. Here it is. There it was. Here it is. Jen. 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 Also, Wesley, welcome to the show. Corn pop was bad. <laughs> And what's up, Ishmael? Welcome to the show. Ishmael. The winds was a ship that put to sea. The name of the ship was a belly of tea. The winds blew up her bow that down below my belly boys blow. Soon may the weatherman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tongue is done, we'll take our leave and go. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm excited to talk to Jed. Jed is a long time. Uh, what you like? You're the behind the scenes of the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. Was that would that be accurate? You're like you're like the the gears, the inner workings. Jed sees. She makes trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Jed makes the trivia. Every Thursday. We missed trivia last Thursday because I was uh, getting ready to go on a trip. I went out of town. I went to Oregon. And it was the coast of Oregon. And let me tell you something. It's beautiful. You ever been to Oregon, Jen? No. <laughs> but I've been to... There's a Portland there, right? I live, I grew up in Portland, Maine. That's close enough. So, <laughs> I've basically been to a Portland already. So, it. There's, been there. <laughs> you never know how many Portlands there are. Yeah. Um, oh, are there more than two? I feel like there's more Portlands because there's a port, like port cities just want to name themselves port, you know, like Port Jefferson and Port Washington, Long Island. Wesley knows about that. Straight into the Sea of Thieves. Ooh, 
<laughs> what is the Sea of Thieves, Wesley? I don't know what that means. It's a video. Is we talked about last week or last time that I was here? Was like Ooh, the yeah. Be a pirate. Yeah, it looks a lot like the uh, intro for Ismail. Oh, cool. That's pretty cool because I do like pirates. Also, let me ask you this, Wesley: Have you done any devious licks lately? I hope I hope not. Well, you know, I want to play. I want to play that game actually. Let's play that game sometime. Is it? See, can you can you murder? Can you swash? Can you buckle? What mm -hmm. what are we up. doing? Drink. You can uh, shoot yourself out of a cannon. You can shoot your friends out of a cannon. I'm always shot out of a cannon, so I know what that's like. <laughs> I got, I got this coffee right here. Answer me this: What is a swash, or what is a buckle? A swash reminds me of like mouthwash. A buckle. Well, I know what a buckle. Okay, that's that much I know. Also, but okay. what's swash buckling? Do you wash you in your belt? Wash your buckle. Yeah, you, should, you wash the deck with your buckle. That's what I thought it was. Swash buckling. Go out there and swash buckle. Walk the plank, swash the buckle. They say. I think that's what pirates generally call each other. That is what they say. Also, it is a Steam <laughs> game, so you could play it if you want to. It's not I can play possible. that. It's Steam. You know what I'm going to do from now on? I'm going to play everything and record all of our interviews on my mm -hmm. laptop and just patch in the video. Because <laughs> my computer can't, ha it can't handle all of the things. So I'll just yeah. patch in the video and the have, audio. Did you have... What day was that? Did that happen? <laughs> did you have other streams? Uh, when did you go on your trip? That's what I'm trying to figure out. That was a week ago today, I think. I went, uh, I went on my trip. I went up there like 1 a.m. on Friday. I started driving. <laughs> 1 or 2 in the morning, I started driving. Because it's a long drive. And I got a new car. So I said, you know, you know what's cool about this new car? It kind of drives itself. I, I slept half the way. That's, that's not true. Uh, what I did was, it's got a driving assist, and it's got lane assist, oh, like or that. like, yeah. So it like will follow the curves of the road, and it'll also the uh, cruise control will be adaptive to whatever the traffic is. It'll slow the car down and speed it up depending on traffic. So so I just had that one hand on the wheel half the time, and it just drove itself mostly. So nice. I was pretty I was pretty impressed with that. Uh, you know, we're in the future when it comes to cars. Mm -hmm. Yes, that, that's right. You guys had got snow. Did you get the snow, Jen? Yeah, got buried alive. It was fun. You got no, nor'easter. Did, did you go skiing? Did you go sledding? No, gross. No, it's cold out there. <laughs> it's, been like, <laughs> well, it's, been, it's been like eight degrees. It's real cold. <laughs> I know that... I know that Wesley's father wants to move to where? Does he want to move Vermont, Maine? He wants to move uh, to where, you know, it gets even colder. More colder? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and he said, but his his reasoning is, we'll stay inside and put the heat on. I mean, <laughs> Which, uh, okay, sure. Fair enough. That's fair, <laughs> fair enough. enough. Fair enough. Am I right, Uncle Rod? Here it is. My most likable song yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> You know that when I first saw his name in Coca-Cola, lipstick ring, go dance all night, dance all night. Kiss me, just kiss me, kiss me, Nephrodite. Lipstick, kiss me, lipstick ring, oh, that's the way you like it. This is your most likable song ever? Yeah. People will love it. That's true. He does want to retire to Bane because he does 
I know that your father does have a hankering for lobsters. So, Jen, what were you saying? You said the well, first time you saw the name. Oh, Uncle Ron. I thought it said Immune Claron. Immune <laughs> Claron. Like I, was like, I was like, Immune Claron, welcome. I've never seen you before. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Claron. I'm Uncle Ron. Do you have a question here. for me or Jan the Fierce? What's up? Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, have you shoveled yourself out yet? Me? Have I'm always shoveling heard. myself deep. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't have to <laughs> shovel myself out. That's what I have my husband for. So he did it. Also, we have a snowmobile. Okay, well, did you force your betrothed to shovel you out yet? Of course. Yeah, they've been out for days. They've been out for days. That snowblower is key. My brother just got one. It's battery charged, he says. Ooh. So he does. Huh. it doesn't have to use gas, which our is good. Our lawnmower and all of our like summer stuff is electric. We just haven't... Um, this was a gift from somebody, so we haven't upgraded this one. But it's fun because you can like make labyrinths in the snow when it's this deep. We take the snowblower Ooh. and make a little trail. It's great. That's really it's cool. Damaged. It's fun for the, the dog. <laughs> like, good <it's>... luck, dog. <laughs> find way out. He gets lost. He just, he just, yep. he just hangs out with the squirrels. Um, yep. Yes. Was David Bowie there? That's a, that is a good question. Um, you know what I would do? I would build upside down stairs with the snow. I would call Jennifer Connelly. Like the labyrinth. Yeah. I love Jennifer Connelly. She's awesome. She's great. You know, they're coming out with another one. They're remaking it or something. Oh, the, lab, the labyrinth, which is interesting because <laughs> I think it, don't you think Jennifer, Jennifer Connelly should be in the labyrinth? Maybe she should play the the Goblin Queen. Well, she's the daughter, like the mom. And then I think there's a girl that looks like her as a kid. Like Lily something. Should be her Ooh. daughter. That will be good. I'll approve of that. Yeah. I they're think just that waiting you on your approval. <laughs> I th- yep, they were waiting on me and I approved. So. <laughs> That's fair enough. I, I mean, who wouldn't? I have a question for you too, Aristotle. <laughs> what is that? Shoot, fire away. Will we be watching the uh, the Book of Mandalorian tomorrow? We will be watching the Mandalorian featuring Boba Fett tomorrow. Uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Last week's that episode was exactly fantastic. Jed, did you see last week's episode? Did you? Are you caught up? No, I haven't watched any of the Boba Fett. Nope. Okay. Well, if you catch up by tomorrow, we're gonna we're gonna. I think it's the last episode tomorrow of the I season. Think there's two. There's two, oh, more, there's two more, including tomorrow's. I think so, yeah. Okay, but it's basically the Mandalorian <laughs> now, which is <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Are they which still was... in the yeah, desert? I mean, we talked about a lot of sand. Oh man. Uh... Well, that last episode we had a little bit of space travel because it was the Mandalorian. It was an episode of the Mandalorian <laughs> with it really was with Fennec. Oh. Sh- yeah, with Fennec Shand at the very end. Sorry, sorry. Oh, so I'm assuming Jen. it's post-Grogu leaving, right? Yeah, I see, exactly. It's like, what are we going to do without Grogu? <laughs> Nothing. What can you do uh, without Grogu? Nothing. Let's ask Grogu himself. <laughs> Grogu says... He squeals oh at the at the. <laughs> I <idea>. agree. <laughs> Grogu. See, I, I never go... I never leave without my Grogu. Mandalorian left Never leave home without it. <laughs> no, I'd carry my Grogu around in a backpack. I'd do backflips and stuff with Grogu training me. <laughs> He's got a tiny little car oh, seat. Okay. Uh, the car seat is a shoebox. I, I, so I just put him in a shoebox and I tape the shoebox. 
to the roof. <laughs> isn't, isn't that what is is that what he had made out of that Beskar spear? He must have a, 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 a Grogu's car seat. You know, Grogu does. You know, it's really fascinating. Did anybody ever notice this? This is. A, I'm glad that we brought this up. He doesn't. He's not safely strapped into that spaceship in the in the first and second seasons of The Mandalorian. He is. Is he even in his little thing? Like, what is? How does he? Is he strapped? Does he have a ba- uh, seatbelt? <laughs> <laughs> Took my only real midterm last week, and I've actually finished my work before nine every day this week. Feeling good, Wesley. That is quite the achievement. You you got to work hard, and I'm glad that you're getting your done your work done in a timely fashion. Before nine, how long did it take you to do your homework, Jen? Oh, I just never do my homework. I was a terrible student. <laughs> I never had my homework done. Uh, Ron, um, you did you? Uh, Tell us about would, your homework. Uh, my homework would be done um, either the minute I got home, so I could just sit around and stare at the wall and wait for people to call me. Yeah. Um, or I would stay up and watch inappropriate television and then get it done right before I had to go to to into class. Uh, that's, uh, see, similarly, I would wa- I would do my homework at lunch. <laughs> Maybe there was a study hall. Yeah. I tried not to have any homework when I got home because I just wanted to watch Bob Ross and fall asleep. So that's what I would do. But then I would wake up at around dinner time, stuff my face, and play the guitar until two in the morning <laughs> for for like every for, for about two years. Um, I did that. But I, yeah, I came straight home. I laid on the couch and I watched Bob Ross paint happy little trees. That's what inspired me to grow this fro. Um, huh. And the beard. And the beard. I'm, I'm basically I'm basically Bob Ross. Welcome to the show. And we also Is don't there... know if you're wearing any um we also don't know if you're uh wearing bell bottoms or not. I'm always wearing bell bottoms in my heart. Welcome to the show. This is the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. I'm Aristotle Full Throttle. Five days a week we do this usually, but I was uh, away for a couple days uh, for about, I guess I missed three shows uh, this week. But you can also download this show as a podcast on Spotify. And I'm up to 87 cents, guys. Nice. Last time I checked with my Spotify spins. I'm excited. I can almost buy, I don't know what you can buy with a dollar anymore. (laughs) What can you buy Um, with a dollar? Nothing at the dollar store. They increased it to 125. I know that's that's a lie. The dollar store has been a lie. So how can I how can I go in there and buy four items and then when they say it's four twenty and I giggle? How am I supposed to do that now? Yeah, you can see you run out of you run out of the, the joys of life, the small joys of life like that. Oh, I had I had a good time. I I was like on a lake in a house. It was nice, and there was uh, trees. It was bucolic. It was beautiful. In Oregon, if you ever get the chance to go to the coast of Oregon, uh, do it. I highly suggest it. It felt like I was on another planet because I was coming home on the 101, which is the coastal drive. And, uh, you know, there's these giant rocks. It felt like Octu. I felt like I was on Octu. Bless you. Which is, thank you. It was pretty cool. Um, All right. I got I to gotta head out. I, I'll be back in the chat in a little bit, though. I just got done recording, so I have to go switch computers. The force will be with you, always. Well, thank you, Ron. (laughs) Thank you, Ron, for being here. No problem. 
Uh, my two classes with paper homework every night before lunch, and my other class with homework is always due virtually by 7 a.m. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, you know, you gotta work hard. You gotta work hard every day. And if you work hard every day, you do little by little, Wesley, you'll, you'll learn a lot over time. But Rome was not built in a day, but it might have been burned down in one. Oh, <laughs> uh, welcome, Studio NH. I love that you're Mr. Bill at the end. I'm sorry. I just used to enjoy Mr. Bill getting squashed when I was a kid. I didn't know from Saturday Night Live. Um, but also, always good to hear from Uncle Ron. I'm Uncle Ron. Thanks for uh, stepping in and chatting with us. Uh, Jen the Fierce, when you were a kid, did you ever watch Saturday Night Live? When I was a kid or when I was like a teenager? I watched it when I was a teenager. I watched it as a child when I was a little baby child my first memories was like Mr. Bill which was he was just made of clay right and then he would get squashed and smashed and I I felt it it was like a little bit disturbing but it was still it was really funny at the same time (laughs) because he was like this little guy and he'd be like oh look at me I'm over here I'm by the refrigerator I want to get that he'd be like oh no and then like a big hand would come in and smash smash him And I just thought it was the greatest thing. Um, and that's what I watched it for, the claymation. Am I on the correct channel? No lag. I have been here for three minutes. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, Studio 8H, I've been cleaning out this computer. I've been gutting it. I've been gu- in there, ripping things out, putting things back in, and, and shaking it around, uh, pouring water on it, lighting it aflame. I did everything. Hopefully it started to it's starting to work, but um, I was this close to buying a new computer in Oregon. You know why? Because sale there, there's no sales tax, oh, but nice. there's also no Apple stores unless you're in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there was an Apple store, but it was like four hours north of me, and I would have had to drive back again. So. I didn't. I could have gone to an Apple retailer, but I don't think they have as many customizations when you can. You go to like Best Buy or whatever. Yeah. Um. But eventually, I think this year I'll get a new computer. Someone just told me last night, Evan Ball. Do you guys remember Evan Ball? Yes, of course. Yeah. He's gonna be a guest soon. Uh, he texted me last night when I was driving home. He said, "I just saw you at a UPS commercial." I was like, hey, "Me." So he, I said, and he was just, you know, catching up a little bit real quick. And he was saying that he's just, uh, you know, he's trying to look for his next show to be on. So we're going to talk to him soon. We're going to talk to him about being a writer for, for television and film. And uh, he's always a good time. He's, a, he's an interesting cat. And we're going to talk to him pretty soon, guys. Evan Ball will be here on the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. Maybe by Friday, I think. I don't even know. Sometimes I want to do Talkie Tuesdays with a guest. <laughs> And that's what we're doing with Jen the Fierce today here on Aristotle. Talk Thursdays, or yeah, we could do uh, 
uh, fraternizing Fridays. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I have a question for you. Are you going to put What's your... That? The Mac you're going to get this year, are you going to put it next to the TV that you haven't gotten yet? I'm going to put it on the wall with the, where the TV belongs. <laughs> are you going to get yourself a TV or have you given up on that for now? Well, here's the thing. I have a little Galaxy Pad that's this big and an arm, mm -hmm. like a like a, oh, like so a bendable, a gooseneck, yeah. and I and I put it next to my bed and I put it like right over my face. So I'm laying in nice. bed, and it's like I've got a giant TV, <laughs> even yeah, though it's an exactly. eight-inch screen. It's, it's very like practical. IMAX. It's like, it's like IMAX. IMAX. Yeah, I put my head inside the tablet, but you know. I do want a TV. I do want a TV. It depends on how many uh, jobs I get. <laughs> I know I keep yeah. saying that, but it keeps going down further and further down the priorities list. If I still yeah. had a car that, I mean, I do have a car now, which I'm very excited. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't have a car that I had paid off. Like I owned it, my car outright for a year and then it got rear-ended and totaled. But now I've got a new car and I've got new pay car payments. So guys, remember, you could always subscribe on Twitch for just a few dollars a month. And also, let me just move this camera a little bit this way. Also, you can uh, pledge a Patreon, like a dollar a month, hang out on the Discord. You could do all of these things. It's all, it's all kosher. It's all good. It's all halal, I guess. You know, kosher food is just blessed by a rabbi. That's what I learned. Really? It's just, that's, yeah, that's all it has to be. Blessed by, and also, you can't, like, mix, like, meat and cheese or something like that. Like clean, yeah. It has to be, like, clean? So, yeah, there's certain, like, combinations. If anybody knows how, uh, I don't want to be ignorant here. If anybody knows what the, like, the definition of kosher is, or halal foods, I think it has something to do with, like, religious preparation, H. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Well, if you guys out there know, yeah, let me know. Yeah, meat and milk not combined. Okay, so meat and milk not combined. Now, does it have to be blessed by a rabbi? It says kosher meat is animals that are properly slaughtered. Properly slaughtered. Interesting, interesting. The proper slaughtering of a... You know what I saw the other day? Mm -hmm. Speaking what? of slaughtering pigs and animals? <laughs> I'm scared uh, now, but sure what? <laughs> I saw, and this was the cutest thing ever, guys. Picture this. I saw a little, uh, he must have been like a Boston Terrier, like Chihuahua mix or something like that. Little tiny dog, right? On a leash connected to a potbelly pig. So there was like a little tiny potbelly pig, the same size as this little tiny dog. And they were connected to each other on a leash. And the dog was kind of leading the way and the pig was just going wherever the, the dog went. And they were brothers. They were best friends. They both had little sweaters on. They were cute. It was the cutest thing. But then I was thinking to myself this. You know, uh, there are places in this world, is this true, that people will eat dogs, right? And, the, and in, in the United States, we eat pigs. And I was watching them both on a leash getting along like friends. And it's just a weird... This is weird to me. Okay, so full disclosure, I'm a vegetarian, so, so I don't partake in... in but All of weird to you. It's all very weird to me. So I'm like, what's the difference? Look how cute they are. They're best friends. Uh, so, I, yeah, it was it was just one of those moments where I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, that's my bleeding heart uh, for, for the animals. I love the animals. Yeah, I say, pig, is, pig is my favorite food. <laughs> I love everything pig. <laughs> well, 
that but when but this is the too. they're cute when they're alive but they also but are the, delicious when they're not. but the thing is people here are appalled by the idea that people eat dogs we're like how could you do that yet they were this person had the two pets and they were they were friends but you don't have to take my word for it what's up please be more educated because my i'm i have my sister-in-law lives in africa so i'm used to that idea that even though we keep dogs as pets when they come here like my my nephews are like terrified of the dogs that we have for pets they're like why mm. do you have a dog in your house that's oh wow that's that's dinner what are you doing <laughs> you know interesting interesting well yeah you know i just i would just rather cuddle them <laughs> that's all <laughs> it's because here dogs are more pets than pigs that's true yeah that, that is true it is it is just what but I guess the uh, the thing is, is to for me, it's all the same. It's like, well, it's a pig, it's a dog, it's you know, what's the difference? Um, but people would yeah, eat them all. People what's would contend one's worse than the other, but really isn't. Just saying. Yeah. Um, is there several? <laughs> impressive. <laughs> most impressive. Listen, bacon cheeseburger is probably the most unkosher thing you could eat, but uh, you know. I remember I remember learning about a bacon cheeseburger when I was a kid and it was very it was a very wonderful discovery. I liked the, I liked the taste of it. People ask me, you know, they ask me but I, you know, I'll say I'm a vegetarian but like I love the taste of meat though. Me too. I love it. I just don't eat it. Right, Ange? Say baby. I can destroy everything. But I'm not. What? But I can. Baby, shut up and give us your money. It says, shut up and give us your money. That's a quote. <laughs> That's a direct quote from Ange. I think she's quoting uh, Zack Snyder, probably. Welcome, Ange. I know that you always get a little face palm and an eek face <laughs> for your intro, but we all love it. Because you know why, Ange? I can destroy everything, but I'm not. But I can. And today we're talking with none other than Jen the Fierce. I want to see thing. the bubble. <laughs> give us the bubble. So welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, good luck. Good luck getting inside my computer. You'll, you'll probably do one of them ransom things. I've I got all like, of their. <laughs> yeah, I could easily make it crash. <laughs> just, oh, I know. Probably. Send you yeah, too I'd many make... like links or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just you could easily make this computer crash with just by looking at it the wrong way. It'll just <laughs> it'll melt. It's just really, it's really finicky. It's really sensitive. Uh, I think it's emotional. I think my computer has an emotional re- dysregulation situation. Sometimes it gets overwhelmed, and we just have to talk to it nicely. I have to say, hey, Jerry. My computer's name is Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Come on. I got a bacon cheeseburger waiting for you. Hey, Jen, says Ange. Hey, Ange. And she says she hates her voice. I love hearing your voice, Ange. Always. We all love hearing your voice, Ange. That's why funny things you have to say. So funny. What? <laughs> I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. What? 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 <laughs> there, I got it. Um, I got you to say it in unison with Darth Vader, because you know the two of you together. I can destroy everything. But I'm not. But I can. Sorry to overplay 
the sound. If it's really upsetting you, I'm sorry, but we love the sound of your voice. Um, you know, today's agenda was very thought out. We, we sat there and toiled over the minutes and the beats of today's show. And now we're coming upon 6.30. And that's when we're, we're talking about what, John? Remember what we talked about? Discussed? Rihanna. Rihanna. Rihanna had a baby, and I said, I, and I don't, I didn't know anything about that. Oh, she's pre- she going to have a baby, probably, most likely. Uh-huh. I hope. She, <laughs> this is so she's she got a, uh, she's pregnant. Rihanna is pregnant. Rihanna, Rihanna. I got a question for you. What do you think about Ben for two? What in the world is that? Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back together again. That is not surprising to me. Yeah, <laughs> they're out and about. What do you think about it? It feels like Ben Affleck is exactly what I thought Ben Affleck was. I think he... What? What is he? Is he a bad guy? I mean, usually when you're not with somebody anymore, there's a reason. And if you go back to them, because yeah, you silly. That's know. true. Do you believe That's in second Affleck. chances? Do you believe that it's just gonna exacerbate the original problems? That they probably had, or do you think people can mature? People can definitely grow mature, for sure. But a lot of times, people think that's that's going to be different when they don't change yeah. any actual things, and then think it's going to be magically different when they didn't change anything. Yeah, I don't know the circumstances of their original breakup. Yeah. Yeah. So. But then she it, got married, had kids. He got married, had kids. Now they're maybe trying to relive nostalgia. But yeah, you think it's gonna last? I feel like if he was capable of making it last, he could have made it last with his wife that he has kids with. Maybe. That's just the well, do you think? Do you think that everybody can make it last name. with everybody? I mean, if you don't oh, see yeah. the name, then yeah, probably. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I guess he, I mean, that's the a... wrong word. I've been I've been married for fourteen, almost fourteen years. So well, congratulations! That's actually pretty. Stay together. You don't have to be well, I think that's true. <laughs> that is a that is a circumstance in which that is grounds for divorce, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, that's what um, Robin Williams did. Robin Williams ran off with his nanny, which is listen, listen, ladies and gentlemen. Loyalty is important. <laughs> I think it's the value of mine, anyway. As we know from like watching the rest of how. Poor Robin Williams' life played out like I don't think he's like evil and terrible, or neither is Ben Affleck for leaving for like cheating on his wife. But they're obviously seeking to find external, you know, um, ways of feeling like valued and love or happiness, you know. So, if you, uh, as I've learned, is that you know, trying to start fresh and find happiness is never going to work if you're not already changing stuff like inside of you, you know. So. That's true. You have to yeah, so be he, the things. Like Affleck, trying to look for another way of. But I don't know him personally. I'm just saying. A lot of people, whether they're famous or not, tend to look for the next shiny person or thing that's going to make them happy. You know? That's true. It's The grass is always greener, is what I say. Yeah. Um, also, because, you know, listen, if the, you have problems in one relationship and then you decide to jump out of that relationship into another one. The grass is always greener. If you don't work on the the situation that probably dissolved your previous relationships, 
you probably are going to just end up in that same situation again. So, yeah. Yeah. Even if like, even if like a hundred percent blame is on the person, then there's something about you that's attracted to people that treat you bad that you got to work on, you know? Yeah. So, so we, to go, yeah, just, I agree with that. <laughs> I think that, uh, the question I have was, do you think that any, two people can work it out or like, or could two people work it out more so than another two set of two people? Cause you know, you said that cause he could, I think it might've just been a joke when you said Ben Affleck couldn't work it out with his wife. So he's probably not going to work out with Benifer. But do you well, think I mean, that, uh, he went, he had, well, like just thinking about it objectively, like he was, well, something was going on with him. Right. And he wasn't happy or for some reason this nanny was enticing to him. And instead of like working on it, with his wife, he went to a nanny. You know what I mean? So if it comes to hard things again, unless he's done a lot of therapy, then I feel like he would just do the same thing again. Do I think two people can be together forever? I think so. But you have to be emotionally mature and working on each your own stuff individually. Like, you can't have this one person works on their stuff and the other one doesn't, you know? Yeah, I agree. Because I feel like I a lot that... of times, like, loving somebody and being in a healthy relationship um, isn't enough if you aren't a whole person yourself, you know. I know about it, um, <laughs> but <laughs> for for sure, um, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, you know, Vanifer, if they had whatever problems they had the first time, hopefully they worked on themselves enough to have overcome those problems. Maybe enough time has passed because it's been like 15, 20 years or something since they first were together, and uh, yeah. so. Because like even if Jennifer was a nightmare, I mean, worst case scenario, she's a nightmare. Then if he's a good person, then he would make sure that they end things in a nice, peaceful way for their children's sake. And then in when a mature amount of time has passed, start into the relationship, you know? It yeah. shows a lack of maturity to be like, you know what? This is really hard. I'm going to go take the nanny to bed, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's just not the way to maturely handle a situation you should probably like you said work it out with your partner with yeah. communication and uh you know it's it's interesting because yeah studio adh the loyalty to the nanny yeah maybe the modern day elizabeth taylor and richard burton yeah elizabeth taylor and richard burton got married twice some people get married two times to each other i actually know of a case where my singer his mother linda lear she is uh, an author. You can Google her, Linda Lear. She was married to John. Uh, so here's the thing. His, my singer's parents were married and then they got a divorce. I, I don't know if this is... I mean, this is a matter of public information. <laughs> Let's say someone I know. His parents got married. And then they got a divorce. And then his dad had like a whole family and a whole thing for like 20 years. And then they got back together, original. And then they are married. And I think they're still married to this day. And they had my, my, uh, my friend. My, no, he's not my friend. <laughs> Lest you be confused, he's not my friend. Um, but uh, there's reasons for that. See, yeah. if he was like, hey, you want to get back together and, and play a show? I'd say, no, thanks. 
So, <laughs> you know, it would be the same. It's a similar, similar situation, I suppose. Getting the, the same issues would arise, I'm sure. The same. Um, I think it's like, it's also combinations of people. Mm. I think. It's like types of personalities that get together and are not helpful to one another. Sounds like the plot is so, so complicated. What were you going to say? Oh, what, what was this going to ask for an example? For personality types. I mean, like... I mean, like... disorders or personality types? <laughs> well, so that's, well, I've been doing a lot of research on this. So let's say there's, a, yeah. there's, there's people who avoid conflict, right? They don't like to... Mm -hmm. Conf they they avoid conflict, so they're they're avoidant, they're fearful, and then they're avoidant. They don't want to confront. They don't want to deal with. And let's say there's other people who are uh, they're called anxious preoccupied. <laughs> it's this attachment style theory. So there's people who are constantly thinking. You know how, like thinking about the other one. Maybe like what are they up to? Because they're avoiding them. So it's like there are people who avoid conflict and there's people who want to resolve conflict. And like together, they don't work because one will keep running and the other one will be like, ah, oh, we need to fix this. <laughs> so it's like those two combinations of people, I think, are oftentimes in weird cyclical patterns. Um, however, I do think that communication is the key to uh, solve on those types of things. We're talking about relationship advice here on Aristotle Full Throttle. If you guys uh, have a... If you are a caller and you have a question for me or Jen the Fierce about your relationship, let us know. Um, it's suddenly become <laughs> I think a... Along with that, I think like what I said before, of like if you start to realize that's your personality type and that you keep getting attracted to people who want to run away, then that's something to like look into. Yes. Like why do what's going on with me that I keep going after that instead of someone who would also be hyper fixated on me as well back. Why, exactly. Why am I not attracted to someone who also cares that much about me? Why am I attracted to someone who runs away? Right. That's the two to tango situation. <laughs> it's, I'm looking at you, so. It's, it's the two to tango and cash situation. I think it call yeah. it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just the both people end up in a similar situation because I think um, some people like yeah, it's it, it, if you end up in that situation, I was I was watching this thing and they were saying how like the people who um, they people who like you said, why aren't they into a, in a relationship where the other person is equally into them? Because because they would find that boring. It turns out. I'm, I'm talking right. hypothetically. Because, but, but like, no, but hypothetically, yes, they find that boring because they need that validation of like there's some sort of sick like, oh, they must be really special if they don't like me. You know what I mean? Like there's some sort of sick right. like toxic thing going on there where like I'm used to being rejected, so this feels good in a bad way. You know? I think, yeah. Well, it's like, listen to this. Maybe it's like this. <laughs> I'm glad we're talking about this. Uh, let's say... You know, you're used to people. It's like, like, let's say this this person is used to people uh, being like, "Hey, cool, great," and but then there's someone that's like, "Meh." Then that person would be like, "How come? How come I'm meh? Why am I meh?" You know. So yeah. then they get maybe perhaps fixated on that mm -hmm. and uh, try to fix it. <laughs> 
both of my last two relationships were toxic and it, I was cheated on or played games with and it made me really question my self-worth. I'm Uncle Ron. Let me tell you something. I'm, you're, you're valuable. You're worth it. And uh, it's, it's them, not you in that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're questioning your self-worth, it was because they were devaluing you in their mind, which probably rubbed off on you. But in their mind, they might have been trying to devalue you or the relationship because they didn't want to be in it for some reason or another. And they, they blew it up. They decided to blow it up. I'm just, I'm just guessing. Um, anyway. So you were saying the last two relationships were, were similar to that? You were saying or something about your last relationship. You were saying your last yeah. two, or you, or you were just reading what he said. I got yeah, confused I'm, about if you're talking about was, yourself or you were just reading the comment. Okay. I was reading <laughs> Ron's comment. Confused. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but you see, that's what happens. People, um, they when they don't know how to handle a situation, they try to devalue the other person to make a story in their mind that that that's a good reason to not like somebody, unless there was an abuse involved or something like that. Um, you know, I think, I think it's uh, it's it's interesting how people behave. I find it very interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really interested in how very people communicate and, and behave. It's uh, hey Ron. Hey, I figure it's best if I explain it this way than try and type it all out. What's that? Um, so I should have known something was up with the first one because. She was a teacher, and she didn't want her face all over social media, which I, I understood. But she would never even let us take pictures together, and she never wanted to go out and hang out with mutual friends or anything like that. Right. And, uh, and then we would only just go back to her house. We'd get food at the, from this deli in town, and we'd go back to her house and do things I can't mention on a PG stream, and then that was it. Um, and PG-13. you know how when you're... Well, either way, just, <laughs> even then. Um <laughs> Uh, and, uh, so now let me, let me ask you this. If you yep. are in a relationship with someone and they want you to watch their cat while they go out of town to go see the Backstreet Boys at a convention in Nashville. Ron, right, and what? This is all, just, just go on. Okay. Well, it only gets better. All right. And I didn't have a car at the time cause my, 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 uh, exhaust had fallen off of it. And so I, she's like, well, here's a hundred bucks. Take an Uber to and from my house for the three days I'm gone and watch the cat and, and, and get yourself some food and stuff. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I had my, fr- and I can say this now, but uh, I had uh, my friend's mom who drove Uber take me over there for five bucks a ride instead of what it would normally have cost. So mm-hmm. I had all this extra money. And then she comes back asking for change. It's like, if you're with somebody, you don't ask for the change. You just expect them to do something for you later on. Yeah, like yeah, I, here's a here's the thing with especially with for favors and and stuff like that or loans or lending lending things, you know I've always learned if you lend something to someone, don't ever expect it back. <laughs> also, uh, if you if you do something nice for someone, do it because you want to do that, not because you're expecting anything in return. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that is. So it's, I agree and, with and then as 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 things go on, um. The uh, uh, she's like, well, you know, and then she even said she loved me, which is even worse. She didn't have to say that. Um, and you know, then I get a, a phone call, not even face to face, just a phone call saying, oh, well, 
you know, uh, my therapist says I should I should be single for a while. Like, oh, so your therapist is dictating how you should live your relationships then. That's great. Um, and so, uh, she, you know, we end things. And I'm sorry I'm all on your time here, Jenna. I didn't mean to, but um, um, she's not responding, so I upset her. Um, no, I, I don't, don't think you upset her. I was just yeah, waiting just... for you. I didn't want to interrupt. I had my mic. We're just listening. Oh, okay, okay. So then she, um, uh, here's the best part. She's like, I can't see, you know, I shouldn't be seeing anybody because I'm, you know, this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, all right, whatever, fine. Yeah, but we can still be friends, which is the greatest thing to ever hear. Um, and then, uh, about two weeks later, she's with some other guy in Paisley Paisley Park, um, which, and she always told me, well, I can't really go on. Uh, uh, out of town with people unless I trust them and I had never she had never mentioned this guy whatsoever so it's like oh so you were dipping out and or stepping out or whatever the kids say I don't know um, and then you know you go and you, you're with this guy and then they have a, a kid together and they get married and I'm just like I hope you get diarrhea well maybe again PG-13 stream I can't say what I really said well, I understand that that, uh, but you are the one who was jilted in this scenario, and that's a very sad and, and uh, painful thing. Uh, but at the, on the other hand, you know, you say you hope they get diarrhea. Well, maybe maybe they are in a, a better situation, and maybe perhaps you are in a better situation because of that. See, well, no, because then I started seeing somebody else who whenever we would do, I would set up plans to do something, because I'm a very plan-oriented person. Jen will attest to this whenever I want to play video games. Like, hey, I'm playing at this time. You want to, you know, I'm very I'm very plan-oriented. And she claims to be very spur of the moment. But then, you know, I took off work a couple hours early so we could go somewhere. And then she never even calls me back. And I texted her, hey, what's going on? And nothing, and she keeps doing this, saying that, oh, you know, this, that, and the other thing. It's just like... Well, if uh, if you're just tuning in, this is Loveline. We're talking with I'm Uncle Ron. And The, the uh, worst part, though, the worst part, real quick, though, the worst, worst, worst part of it is how she just signed, and Jen knows the story, kind of, part of it, not all of it. Um, but... Um, uh, she, you know, texts me to tell me about how she just signed on her for her new house and all this other kind of stuff. When I'm having a really hard time with mine right now, it's like she's rubbing right. it in, you know. And it's uh, it's just a giant mess. And uh, did I ever did I ever tell you, Jen, that I, I, who I asked to co-sign? Nope. Oh, I was going to ask my dad. I assumed so. And you want to know what his response was? I don't care if you're homeless. Oh, well, that's not a very... Very bad relationship right there. That seems like a... Well, well, you know... I know a lot of people walk over me is the big thing. Well, you know what? It's about boundaries, for sure. Also, uh, it's important to say... To to look at that situation and say, you know what? Uh, if, If you have the wherewithal, if you have the strength... You know, you can ignore those texts from your ex. You can, you know, if it, if it's. Oh yeah, no. She she had to go out to, and that's another thing, is I had the the um, the what do you call it? The um, 
the uh, I can't think um, the petition to get me on Sirius. And right away, she gets a hold of me because she works for them, and she's one of the people that you have to go through to get there. And she says, "Well, you know, I can't, I can't help you with this at all because you'd have to go through me, and, and we can't have uh, relationships with people that we are uh, dealing with or whatever." And I'm just like, "Well, nobody knows that we're in one because you won't let me tell anybody." It's like, oh yeah, you're right. Well, you know, that's a good sign to be like, <laughs> bye. Yes. So it's it's important. If someone doesn't, if they're unsure about you, you can't spend too much more time on it. You know, this is what I'm learning. <laughs> this is something important. If someone's like, life is too short. I saw, I saw this meme. My friend sent it to me. If someone's unsure about you and you're sure about them, you know, you, you got to take a moment and reassess and say, okay, well, I, I can't be spending all this time with someone who's trying to figure this, figure me out, um, figure out if I'm right for them. So, or they're right for me or whatever. So it, it's really, it's really a matter of, uh, it's again, it's boundaries. It's like, how much can you, and it's tough. It's very tough. But in the end, I think it's, it is for the, for the best. If you understand what your boundaries are and that, you know, I don't don't feel like uh, if you feel value and someone's devaluing you and not showing you that, um, showing you value, it's not important. It's not. It is. It's important to walk away from that situation. It's no, hard. Yeah. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Run a single. I, I've been fumping Jen because she seemed to want to say something. What? You said you seemed like you wanted to say something. What made you think I wanted to say something? We're tuning, oh, we're you... If you just tuned in, we're talking with Jen the Fierce <laughs> on AFT. Uh, I'm Uncle Ron has a, had a very heartfelt story that he told us about his uh, his former relationships, and and I, I feel for you, Ron. I think that it's important though to to recognize your own self-worth and realize that uh you know people aren't going to give you the respect that you deserve um but again it starts with learning how to um (laughs) i believe justin bieber wrote a song about loving yourself um you can go and love i hear that i never thought i'd hear uh... and ed sheeran yeah it's a good song it's a great song (laughs) actually um but yeah, it's about starting. It's it's about that. It's about respecting yourself and your own time and and being building the type of life that you want to attract. Be the person you want to attract. Uh, but you know, can't just ex- you know. This is a funny thing, Jen. You might know people like this. They're like, I want a partner who is X Y Z. This height has this kind of job. Does this and that, and they have this whole list. <laughs> of what they think their potential partner should be. And, uh, and like, maybe they don't even do any of those things. They just request that upon someone else. You ever notice that? Like, they don't do those things themselves. And I think that what attracts other people um, is I don't what... really hang out with people that have long lists like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just saying maybe in, in passing. Yeah. Um, I know that I personally and people that I know have lists of, like, uh, maybe have gone to therapy. Maybe aren't misogynistic. Uh, are feminists? Are 
you know? Treat human beings yeah. with that are, that are different, um, like people who are different abilities, different races, different genders, with equality. I feel like that's most people that I know. Yeah. That's what is more important to them than like height, salary, uh, size can of their we, muscles. Can you introduce me to some of right. those people? I'm sure you probably know a lot of them. Oh, <laughs> Miss Pesto, right. Miss Ange, Alita, you know. Well, like, Pesto is like pretty smart people with some good stuff. Never, good never thought about them. Pesto that way. She's engaged. Me, that's but I'm not going to introduce you to me. I'm taken. <laughs> and a lot of the girls, and also we're, I'm getting up there in age, yo. So most of the women I know, you know, they knew that. I'm when 42. They were... That doesn't bother me. I'm just saying. Me. No, listen, listen. I'm saying as far as we are, um, I knew that, and so we plan our lives accordingly, and we're taken, yo. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. See, why is well, it there you go. Like, People who are single your age still hadn't figured that out, and that's why they're not married. Well, see, now that hurts because it's like I mean, I've had a lot of stuff going on in my life. <laughs> I'm just Does... saying, I don't know a lot of single girls. Most of my friends are married. And, uh, I took care of my mom for 20 good... years. A lot of women didn't like that. I'm not talking about you personally. I'm just saying, that's you asked me. And I don't... I'm just uh, I'm a spectator at this. Yeah, in your age, we're watching this go friends, down. We're, what, we're listening to this conversation. I have no comment. <laughs> I have no comment on this. Um, yeah, well, you know, that's just like... Uh, your opinion man um you know if marriage is your goal then you know i could see that being something that uh that if you, you... want to date there's plenty of apps for that so. yeah <laughs> there's an app for that we learned um women apparently hit the wall after 25 so i plead the fifth oh jen i mean Ange. <laughs> that's i don't think so i think that that's I think that that's uh I don't think that at all. But um I know that Hollywood thinks that. Hollywood thinks, you know, I, I made a joke on my show a couple years ago where like, you know, Hollywood if you're a thirty if you're thirty five and older and you're a woman, you Hollywood considers you you may as well be dead. That was my joke. Because as a woman in Hollywood, it's way more challenging. Let me tell you this. I've been to many auditions. And I forget, because I'm a guy. I forget. I forget that there's a lot of pressure, a lot more pressure on women, especially in this field, until I go to an audition where there's a bunch of women and men mixed together because we're supposed to play like husband and wife or something like that, parents. And the vibe, the energy, the pressure that I can, I can intuit, that I can... Uh, empath I could feel the pressure that women feel. I, not as much, not the intensity. I can get, I have an idea of how much harder it must be. Only an idea. Because I'm standing there going, oh, whatever, I'll just go in here for this McDonald's commercial and eat a piece of bread and then walk out. But no, <laughs> that's my attitude. Because I feel like, uh, you know, I've had it pretty good in that, situ in that area. Um, but from what I have seen, it is, uh, it's like, I, I can't describe it. I can just tell you that this industry is not, not kind to women in particular. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just from firsthand experience, secondhand, really. But uh, 
It's kind of cr it's kind of crazy. Really is. I don't know, I don't know if I have any examples. I think a friend of mine I met I ran into her at an audition. She like dyed her hair, changed her whole look for the audition. It's just uh, I don't even brush my hair. I'm not even joking. You can't brush this hair. It'd be hard to but, tell if you didn't brush the hair, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's no way to tell. It's just a big... I feel like what I've been doing with my hair in particular is like, I'm cutting all like these little... The little loose ends, and it's getting denser. It's getting way more dense. I like I have a helmet on. It's like a Spaceballs helmet. So I'm going to keep doing that. Do you even own a brush? What would I do with the brush? Brush. I own two combs and lots of teeth are missing <laughs> from those combs. It's hard. Uh, well, I mean, with, that, with hair. that hair, with that hair and everything, uh, you, you got to stop looking so white. That's true. Thank you, Cindy Lopper. You're fired. Right. You see what happens, Larry? You see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? It's even worse when your doctor keeps repeating phrases like, for a woman your age, at the age you are now, for women over 35, it's difficult. And I'm like, sheesh. Curly hair people don't own brushes. That's true. We got we got like a wide tooth comb. And it's very difficult. You gotta, you gotta brush it. Comb it while it's wet. But, uh, yeah. What were we talking about, Jen? <laughs> I think we were talking about Benefer. That we've gotten to yeah, relationships. What's your, what's your thoughts on Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez? I think. I don't know. I'm waiting for it to blow up. <laughs> I, I, can't, I gotta say, I'm skeptical. I don't think that. It, um, I think if you break up once, there's a reason for it. And it's hard to. I can't think of anybody, but I like, uh, I think one time I got back together with somebody after a couple years and then we got back together, but it was, it was like for four months and then it just kind of like, it was like, oh yeah, these it's are funny though. Are... It's funny though, because Ben Affleck was on Howard Stern and he did like almost a three hour interview with him and Jennifer Lopez never came up once back That's in the day. That would have been like the first thing they asked. She probably requested that, you know, they don't talk about her. So he respected that, I suppose. Howard has grown. Howard is a good interviewer yeah. and he's a he's an interesting he gets interesting nuggets out of people. I say everyone, every situation is different. That's true. Uh Studio 8H. I totally agree with you. Everybody is different. Um and every combination of people is different. Every relationship is different. People say I think people go into relationships assuming how it's gonna be. Because there's like a playbook or something or that pe people learn, I, I suppose. But there isn't. It's just about whatever happens between those people in that relationship. However many. So it's like, uh, it just, you got to communicate. You got to say, okay, this is what you're comfortable with. This is what you're not comfortable with. This is my boundary. That's not, that's my boundary. These are the, my values. What are your values? And hopefully you can get on the same page for uh, periods and you know reassess every now and then which is I think the basis for all because everybody is different just like Studio 8H says everybody every situation is different and they change things evolve people want different things after different uh, certain periods people end up you know like I could I could be want to become an astronaut next year 
<laughs> who knows? Maybe I suddenly I've got struck that I need to go to Mars. Um, so then, you know, if I was in a relationship, what would I do? <sighs> you want to move to Mars with me? I'm just saying. Yes. People have to be individuals. Well, thanks, Ron. It would be me, you, and uh, Dr. Manhattan. All I bet, you could make, I bet you he could astroturf from Mars, though. <laughs> he could. He could make it bouncy. It'd be... Impressive. Very. Most impressive. Jim, what do, you, what do you have to say to that? Um, Mars sounds good. I have a date to play Fortnite with Killer Kitty at 10, so I'm going to get going. But thank you all for right. having me on the show, Jim. Well, thanks, Jim, for, for chatting. We learned all about uh, everything. Thank you, Jim the Fierce. Thank you. And have a wonderful fortnight. Uh, good I'll fortnight to you. Yes. A 14, a 14 night thing. Well, I think we've, we've, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting talking about relationships, you know? Um, yeah. As a single guy myself, <laughs> um, yeah. What do I know? I'll tell you, I don't, I don't know much, but uh, it's a trap. that's what I think. I think every time a relationship comes up, it's a trap. personally, the, no, it's, the only person that can love you the most is yourself. Take that however you want. That is true. You can go and love yourself, said Justin Bieber. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. I'm Uncle Ron. Hey, the for guy on uh, you know, do what you need to do. <laughs> everybody be who you're gonna be do what you need to do listen it starts with you you gotta be doing things by your own self you, you know you gotta do good by you you can't expect someone else to fill your um, needs for you you've gotta figure out how to make all those needs met on your own and be your own person. And that way, the right person will come come into your life. Or, no, the right people. Like, right friends, family. Well, I guess your family's there no matter what. For better or for worse. Is there several? <laughs> you gotta tear me apart, Lisa! <laughs> this, is a, this is a direct direct quote from two relationships ago. You gotta tear me apart, Lisa! Um. Well, thanks for the note. Well, Studio ADH, we're trying not to be laggy, and thank you for joining us for this conversation. It was it was an interesting conversation. It's really we touched touched upon some really important things. I think that sometimes people need to hear that. Uh, you know, if you get dumped, <laughs> let's say you get dumped, right? Let's say I was dumped. <laughs> it's not about me. It's about it's about. Um, it's got to be the right combination. Some people, if they're devaluing you, it's not you. It's them. Ron, you hear that? I heard it. I don't believe it, but I heard it. Well, you got to believe it. You got to know it. Because that's true. It's it's If someone's going to devalue you, it might be because they don't understand how to value themselves either. And then they, so they don't, they're uncomfortable with, uh, showing, showing that. You know what I mean? 
they're uncomfortable with themselves. That's why they, um, they don't know what they owe their own. They they want, so they make it about you, but it's not about you. You see, you see what I'm saying? About Dre. And they forget about Dre. Nowadays, everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. Just a bunch of gibberish, and MFers act like they forgot about, they forgot Dre. about Dre. You know, Dre said, "F rap, you could have it back." <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the message for today. F rap, you could have it back. <laughs> uh, that's. That is so Ooh, that's a bingo. We did it. We solved every relationship problem. Yeah, right? Actually, it's, it's uh, just bingo. That is, a, that is a great line, for sure. Well, bingo, bingo, bongo, bing bong. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, Albert Run. Good night, Edge, uh, Studio ADH, Wesley, everybody who was here. I'll see you tomorrow when we watch the book of the Mandalorian and it's gonna be great we're gonna have a good time it's always a good time we chat we watch we hang we we chat we watch we hang good night everybody <laughs>